Hello, newsies. Welcome to another episode of Get the Flick Out of Here in both directions, <laughs> this way and that way. Uh, I'm I'm very sick, um, but that's okay because uh, Kate is here and it's mm-hmm. her month. It is um, my month. Thank you. Um, now she tried okay. to make she tried to make me pay actual money that I'm not already paying to a streaming service to watch some generic she says insane Christmas Hallmark schlock and I said no on general principle I refuse to pay actual real money on top of the hundreds of dollars I am spending per month on streaming services to okay, buy let, a let's, movie let's tell so the instead, truth here Okay, because we could have invoiced it back. You said you no. don't want anybody to know because you could only own it for $4. You cannot rent it. You can only You can only own, own it. it. And you said, I don't want like an ancient alien civilization being able to hack into my stuff and see that I owned this. He was like, yeah. he actually said, I don't know how I can tell my daughter. <laughs> I don't know how I can justify this to my own kid later. <laughs> I appreciate that the actor in you is definitely still there because it's like I can't even be associated with something that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. instead, you called this one, which is hysterical. I because- listen. I uh, I thought it would be I don't know anything, but it is nothing. It is a yeah, nothing. To movie. These movies. It is a. No- I thought that that stars from 25 years ago would not attach their names to something as generic as this, but I was wrong. Um, this is what stars from 25 years ago do now, because it's probably like a, a decent enough payday that Jason Biggs, Heather Graham and Brandy are going to get. Uh, and they film in like two days with these. That's, that's the beauty of these ridiculous movies. And that's why there's so many of them. And that's why they're all the same is that these get made in an extremely short amount of time because they require no effort because they're terrible and all the same. Um, this is a, a Hallmark and uh, like dominated market, a, a Hallmark and, and Lifetime dominated market, but Netflix really stepped up the game the past two years. Uh, and this one is like trending and has a 98% rating um, because unlike Alex, most of the people that sit down to watch something called Best Christmas Ever, right? Um, they're enthusiastically diving into it because they know what they signed up for. Alex is getting dragged into it because he does a show with me. In fact, yeah, when, when I went to, to log in, Alex had sent me the link a couple minutes late. And I was like, look, I know you don't want to talk about this, but not, not even giving me access to yeah. the stream. It's an extreme measure, but you being sick and me being in the driver's seat um, is kind of perfect because I think right now you are exhibiting a lot of holiday cheer and you can yeah. just make angry faces for most of this because it's, it's good. even even for me, this one was, was rough. It is 88 minutes. I will say the pacing of it is a lot better than, like this was a better pacing than the Lindsay Lohan movie. But nothing insane happens like her getting conked on the head and <laughs> and doing chores with a concussion. So no, and we don't even get to make jokes like 
uh, calling the 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 male lead Jake Russell Terrier because no. he is a little lap dog. But we don't even get to make jokes about that. Yeah. Like that, at least yeah. that was fun. At least we could make jokes about how there was a missed opportunity to put in a whole bunch of references. The mean to, girls, to, yeah. To the mean girls, but they didn't. No, it was not that. They could have put 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 references to Parent Trap in it or other movies that Lindsay Lohan was in that I don't recall. The but, the Irby one where she was a car, I think, or friends with a uh, car or something. Yeah, yeah, or, I guess that was Irby the Love Bug, I think that was called. But yeah. uh well if there's anything we learned it's that movie clearly launched her career back into to superstardom because right. oh, she's, she's done... been doing so many things since then. Nothing <laughs> else I have a feeling that Heather Graham and Jason Biggs and Brandy's um performances as weird not swingers in this is not going to help but we're gonna get into all of it um this starts with brandy who i will say looks fantastic by the way she looks great uh she's writing a holiday letter one of those holiday newsletters that you sometimes get which are stereotypically brag letters which is is accurate and she says that she is so proud of her 10-year-old daughter for getting into Harvard. She's the youngest applicant ever accepted. Uh, That her son is doing humanitarian work in Africa. And that her husband is, a, I think, a green technology pioneer. And she has... No, no, no. That's still the the son. The son. Okay. I forgot what her husband does. All her husband, all she says of her husband is that he runs a very successful karate dojo. Oh, that's right. Yes. And he will strike a woman later. Spoiler alert. That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> yes. Man and woman violence is the best part of this movie. Get ready for a roller coaster. Um, this, she, but, but again, she's not, she is reading out loud as she is typing the letter. Yes. Later, we will see the letter in text format and a very valuable thing that she does not mention about her husband. Uh, is that he is a member of Mensa. So not, yes. he's not just a karate dojo instructor. He is also one of the smartest people in the world. Um, that would come in handy for how they're raising their 10-year-old daughter, um, but they don't mention it in dialogue, so it kind of gets lost in translation. And she owned an aviation business that she sold and is now in early retirement. Um, so quite yes. the life that they have yeah, built she for themselves. Sold Jennings Aviation. The movie never explains to us how she created a, an aviation company that bears her name. Was this her parents' thing that was passed down to her? She mentions later that she had to be tutored to get through physics 101 in college. So yes. how did how did she be how did she become an aviation mogul? Then she could then sell her business and make millions and millions and millions of dollars. The movie doesn't tell us because the movie's not interested in that. No, it's way more interested in um, the horrific relationships that <laughs> that are established otherwise. Also of note, they did not write a Christmas letter the year before. Um, yep. And so she is narrating this as she is writing this letter and receiving this letter is Heather Graham, who is, who was very smart in college 
and was apparently an inventor, which would imply that she's very smart. But she took a job with StarTech uh, in their their safety division. I have no belief that she has more than two brain cells <laughs> the rest of this entire yeah. movie. There is no other part of her that has... And I, this isn't even... She's not a, a good actor. But she, there is no um, other layers to her uh, that would indicate that she is good at kind of anything. Um, and she talks about her own family pretty disparagingly like very early in this movie she this is, is just the thing is that so the movie ordinary. starts with her reading the as brandy is typing the letter and reading it as she's typing it it's intercut with later heather graham receiving it and reading it to herself and just going ugh, ugh. ugh, ugh over and over again and then she says, who actually writes letters like these? How much can one person take? And she crumples it up. She throws it down. She's saying this to the camera. This is the only time she ever breaks the fourth wall. This movie would have been, because the movie as constituted is so earth-shatteringly awful, this movie would have been at least ten times better if throughout the movie she talked to the yes. camera. It would I be... Can't... Why would you ever set up a device like heather graham can talk to the camera in the first two minutes of the movie and then never do it again for the rest of the movie that is what we call dumb people making a movie that's is that, that is. that's an industry term that is an industry term yeah if you if you you can look it up in glossaries <laughs> in in hollywood and they'll just say dumb people making a movie. <laughs> and the definition is giving Heather Graham the ability to talk to the camera, breaking the fourth wall in the first two minutes of the movie, and then never paying it off later in any way at all. Mine just, when it says dumb people making a movie, I must have like a, a different version because it just says best Christmas ever. But um, she wants you to know that her, what they're going for is. Ah, oh, I'm not one of those people that can have it all. What they tell you is Heather Graham hates her family and her life. Her daughter thinks she's a superhero. Um, her daughter gets like no screen time in this movie. Um, and it was her- mo- the most interesting device they could have had was to for, pay, for to pay off that in some way that she believes she must have a superpower. So she's trying them all out to see which one she has. Uh, she's trying to bend a steel bar. Nope, super strength Not is out. Not super strength. She tries to fly, but doesn't actually fly. At one point, she tries talking to a donkey to see if she can talk to animals. Like the Wonder Woman thing, yeah. She um, can't. Why? Why? I can't control fish. Why can't I control fish? <laughs> she, 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 like the, 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 the aquatic creature and the jam band. I can't control either of them. She's so distraught by this, and they never pay that off in any way, shape, or form. Adam Cole can can control fish. Really old fish, in fact, but I can't. Um, It's very weird. I immediately, when I saw that, was like, oh, she thinks she has superpowers, and Santa's going to be involved in this movie at some point. Surely there's the connection. No. Um, (laughs) Her son... She basically is like, my son is a loser and his only friend is a stuffed animal. Like, that's... uh, Yeah. The stuffed animal is a little monkey. He comes into play later. 
Um, and her husband is a dreamer who wants to be in real estate. We get yep. the best awful interaction with them where he's identified a property and she says legit like no human being talks to another human being but honey what about our emergency fund like (laughs) that's not how humans talk to each other like they're standing up staring at each other having this conversation and like an authentic conversation would be like that would be digging into our emergency fund. Like we're not in a place that we can make that kind of risk. Like the, to your point, she broke the fourth wall and this feels like they're waiting to cheat out to the camera, but don't, it's, it's pretty, pretty terrible. Um, But so there's a discussion. uh, She unveils that she gave up her dream of being an inventor to be at Star Tech. And there was a scandal of, um, not a scandal yet. Later, there's a scandal of vacuums that set themselves on fire. And she's in the kind of quality assurance role of, right. um, and she advises them not to uh, release them to the public because they set themselves on fire. Um, and then we have a, a conversation between her and her, her name is Charlotte. Her husband's name is Rob. They're Charlotte and Rob Sanders. Um, and there is just a conversation just with more weight than it should be given just slandering holiday newsletters she is i i get like eh, they're a little braggadocious she's like holiday newsletters <laughs> let me tell you what holiday newsletters did to my family um it is also unveiled so they're they're reading jackie's letter um she talks about how none of this is real we find out that jackie and rob dated um and I can't cleverest, tell you. Cleverest line in the entire film. You were in a no doubt cover band in college <laughs> called Total Certainty. Cleverest <laughs> line in the whole movie. It was pretty good. That's that's about it. Um, they were, yes, they were in a band together. And uh, Heather Graham, Charlotte, uh questions the integrity of what's being said in the letter because she was just always making stuff up including that time she said mariah carey was going to come into town and sing at their either their school function or whatever graduation Graduation. it's hysterical to me that you remember this um and (laughs) and that uh she said rob proposed to her three times and rob says it was only once And she was like, I thought you weren't even that serious. And he was like, well, she was my first college girlfriend. Uh... (sighs) What happens next is so unspeakably stupid. Um, We have a scene with her, as she frames him, lose their son and his stuffed animal, who has seen the letter, heard about the letter, and wants to visit Jackie Jennings because their life seems awesome, as one would. Uh, and she says, uh, there's nothing more than she would like than to show up unannounced and blah, blah, blah. Um, and as they're leaving for the holidays to go visit her sister, Charlotte's sister, right. uh, what happens is they drive to Jackie Jennings' house. 
Right. Because the son. She, she, says, to the, she says to her nine-year-old son, here is my phone. Put in Aunt Stacy's new address into the GPS. Here, nine-year-old son, who he thinks he's a ninja warrior, A. He does think and, he's a ninja warrior. B carries around a stuffed monkey that may or may not be possessed by some kind of demon that can speak to him telepathically. He says, here, nine-year-old son, who has probably <laughs> lots of things wrong with you, put in Aunt Stacy's new address, which I guess she thinks the child has committed to memory because she does not give him a piece of paper. Nope. With Aunt Stacy's new address on it and say, here, put the address in it. So then anyway, she gives him a phone and leaves. And he looks at the monkey and goes, no, should we? Okay. And then starts putting a thing in. And what he has done is put in Jackie Jennings' address from the letter. But nobody realizes this until they are pulling up to the house, um, Jackie Jennings' house. A mansion and beautiful. It's, it's, it is a it is a palatial estate. It is a palatial estate. I just I did appreciate that they at least justified that the sister's house was like that the sister had moved because yes. if they had just been like, <laughs> I'm I don't remember. I, I don't remember Stacy's house, house looking like this. <laughs> well, I didn't realize at any point in this entire route. Um, so they knock on the door expecting to see Stacy and they instead are greeted by Jackie Jennings who I can't stress enough well as you pointed out is extremely fake uh largely because Brandy is a lovely singer not the best actor she's a lovely person like she there's no point in this movie where there's anything to like hate about her uh but she is your villain from here on out um and so we have her knocking on the door. She's expecting to see her sister. Instead, Jackie answers. And uh, one thing that I actually did like was the son was like, why are you mad? You said you would love nothing more than to show up unannounced. And Heather Graham kind of like covers his mouth for the rest of the sentence. But I liked the idea that her son, who thinks he's a ninja warrior and talks to stuffed animals, maybe... Uh, didn't pick up on the sarcastic intonation of what she had said. Right. Like, why right. would you be upset about this? This is exactly yeah. what you said you wanted. Right. Um, and and I also did appreciate that uh, Jackie Jennings Brandy in this said like, oh, we put it in our Christmas newsletter. Like, please, please come during the holiday season unannounced or whatever. Like, we have an open house. Like, Stop by any time anytime. Is, is what she says. So and there is nobody a, has ever taken us up on it. We're so happy you're here. Cheesy, but at least, at least they, <laughs> at least she was like hoping people would come by because she's very prepared for there to be guests. They do have a, a palatial estate. Um, the flirtations between couples is the most unnecessary part of this movie that they went so far out of the way to create um but we have her immediately saying uh, because they have this dating history she said i remembered robbie's toes get cold and she comes in with a blanket um 
and a picture of them in the Battle of the Bands. And she was like, we killed it that night. And I was howling at the genericness of the Battle of the Bands and the picture right. of the two of them. Right. Um, but also, they could have they could have done something like, I don't know, like give. It. Go ahead. Like, I, but I mean, the the picture is obviously Brandy and Jason Biggs that you took a second ago and then had you know yes. then you just printed it out and put it in a frame. Like, couldn't you have? I don't know. Had Jason Biggs come in and like put on a, a like a little fake beard and some longer rocker hair or something, he looks the exact same. Like, and it doesn't it doesn't make do something with her hair to make it like hair that she would have worn twenty plus years ago when they were in college, but you didn't do it's it's literally just them in their forties in the picture. What? How is this a picture from twenty years ago? They went out of the way to establish that it was a no doubt cover band and they didn't look like you should have had like a fish angle lens and her in like dumb ska clothes, but no, that would have been too much effort for this film. Um, And Heather Graham is insanely jealous of uh, their past relationship as well as the life that Jackie Jennings has built and is still wildly suspicious that everything in the letter is true. Uh, to the point where she asks Jason Big Robs, um, like, what did you ever see in her? And he was like, I, I, I actually, Jason Biggs was not the worst part of this movie. He was all right. He just had the most boring generic role in the whole wide world. But he he did a pretty good job with like, um, I was just like sheltered and from a small town, and she was spontaneous and fun. Like for a a first ever college girlfriends, it was like a very like, yeah, that's what I saw in her was like in this period of my life where I was learning a whole new world. Like she was spontaneous. And Heather Graham, 20 years later, is like, I can be spontaneous. <laughs> like you insecure dumb little bitch. <laughs> this whole movie. I was like, Jackie is just like lovely and so supportive of her and like constantly, I'll use a wrestling term, like putting her over as, as having been so smart in college and saying that she would never have gotten through college if she hadn't tutored her. And Heather Graham is the worst. Uh, and so Jason Biggs, of course, goes to like make a move on her. Because um, you're being, you're spontaneous. Because you're right? so spontaneous, right? And she's like, I question your motives. That so was like, oh, brother. But we do hear what is a common theme throughout this movie that um, Jackie and her stereotypical, but the actor I felt like actually kind of kills it. I'm pretty sure he was from Jane the Virgin. Um, if I remember correctly, like very stereotypical Latin lover, but maybe the only person in this movie that can like actually act. I feel like there were parts of that that he crushed, including when he karate kicks her. Um, <laughs> but they love to have sex and they love to flirt and they intend to do so all the time with everyone. To which I said, well, maybe that's why nobody comes to your fucking house during the holidays because you're constantly hitting on them, you dumb weirdos. Yeah. But earlier we had like an establishing moment that said like, oh, if Jackie wins the bet, they're going to do whatever in bed. Right. Um, and so we hear them causing a ruckus or moving furniture, as they'll refer to it in this movie. And yeah. the picture of uh, Jackie and Rob at Battle of the Bands falls off the nightstand and crashes, which 
which Jason Biggs turns around and is like really like thinking that she slammed it on the floor. And I was like, if you actually think your wife did that, you need to get divorced immediately. I was rooting for them to get divorced like the whole film. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, terrible. So, yeah. Um, let's see. I don't the know next your motive. The next morning we go to she wakes, she wakes, she wakes up with 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 uh Bob the monkey in the bed. Bob the monkey is in the bed which staring is, at her. Establishes that the kid puts the monkey in different places, and every time she sees the monkey, she freaks out for a second. Yes, because she's not used. This is a this is a stuffed animal that your child carries with him Talks at to all him. times. You see this monkey. 18 hours a day, okay? You're not allowed to be startled by its presence anymore. She is so startled by this monkey every time she sees it and almost ends up costing the film itself <laughs> later in the movie. And I, I, I'm, I'm so angry. As a, as a parent, you know what all of your children's toys look like and you're not allowed to be scared of them. I will say the monkey has a creepy face. And I will say if that's the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning, I'll, you get to be startled by that. You don't get to be startled the rest of the film for it, though. That I 100% agree with. Um, they had established also that they were going to only stay overnight. We also never see her text the, the sister or call the sister to be like, hey, by the way, I didn't show up. Which is yeah. the easiest, weirdest thing to not justify. But yeah. she says, okay, but we're leaving first thing in the morning. And then we kind of meet Latin lover husband who is preparing. No, uh, the first thing that we, that, we, that we do is we go outside and realize there was a blizzard last night. Oh, I thought that was in, after. In, okay. No, in Utah. The, in, they, they drove from Arizona to Utah. They're in Utah. There was a blizzard. They drove to a different overnight. state and didn't double check the address to make sure they were going no. to no, their sister's place. Just to, to nope. <laughs> So, uh, so she goes outside and there has been, I'm going to say conservatively four feet of snow dumped, uh, since it is now 8am maybe. And it was midnight when they got there, there was no snow on the ground. Now there is four feet of snow on the ground, fully burying the car that they came in. So they can't leave. They're snowed in. They're snowed in. Thank God at this beautiful place with people who will get up and make you breakfast. Um, yeah. And she's like, well, we're going to get out of here. Come hell or high water. Like, she sucks. I hated her. Uh, this yeah, whole movie. She's, she's the dirt worst. She's words. awful. And Jason Biggs says, she was like, we have to get to my sister's. Uh, and he says, like, they got it even worse. There's no way we're we're getting there. Like, you just forget about it. And she was like, well, we're going home as soon as we can then. Um, but so they're at dinner with hunky latin lover preparing them breakfast and uh i i think he's the only one that can act at all right. um he, he, he offers her he's wearing a tank top and he's incredibly yes. well built and he offers her some orange juice freshly squeezed and um and she goes oh thank you it's the chest i've ever had a, a best, the I've, best ever had. I've ever had Oh um, God, this movie! It's so uh, really clever, really on the nose. Um, and 
the kids ask what that sound was yesterday, which was, of course, the sound of them having sex. And they say, we uh, were moving furniture, which is something only adults do. Uh, And (laughs) I think it was the daughter who gets to say this, like one of the three lines she got to have. Well, her arc should have been the interesting one. Um, Says, like, you guys don't move furniture late at night. And Heather Graham really poorly is like, we move furniture all the time. Uh, We're just, like, quieter when we do it. And I was just like, like, I know what you were going for, but it's so poorly delivered and terrible in this. It's um, just quieter, but that doesn't mean... It doesn't mean it, it doesn't, doesn't get, get moved. moved. And, what, like, really well. Awful. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful. She does this um, a lot. There was the thing earlier in this thing was where the, 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 the son is like, how will Santa know where we are? What if he comes to our apartment? Because that's where we normally are. But we're not there, so he just gives all our toys to the neighbors. And says, oh, don't worry. I'll, I called Santa. I talked to him. Uh, he he knows where we're going to be. And the kid's like, you actually called and talked to Santa. And she's like, oh, yeah. All the time, Me and the though. fat man are like this. Homie. Um, awful. awful. Just the worst person. Just the worst person. The worst human being in the world that has ever existed in any dimension, any multiverse, is Heather Graham in this movie. I mean, there's, you know what? The worst person who's never committed a murder. (laughs) The worst non-felon or like political dictator genocide. No, honestly, bank robbers are better people than this. At least they're interesting. As long as you've never killed another person or an animal, that you are better than, than Heather Graham in this movie. It's true. I would say the line is probably at arson, but like other like lower felonies and misdemeanors. Did you burn down a house that had nobody in it? Congratulations. You're better than this perversion than of Heather Graham. Graham in this movie. And she's not. She's just she can't act either. She's real bad. Um, <laughs> so we get this incredibly awkward scene where Jackie Jennings, because she's really nice invites them to stay for Christmas. And uh, there was apparently a previous conversation where Jason Biggs said that would be fine. But Heather Graham is like, uh, mm, well, I don't know. We possibly couldn't impose. It's Rob's decision. And she's like, oh, well, great. Rob and I already actually talked about it. And he said, yes. So I guess they're sticking around, which uh, really makes her so mad. <laughs> I'm so upset that I have to spend Christmas with this lovely family who has invited us into their homes during a snowstorm and asked us to stay and is giving me the chest orange juice I've ever had. Um, So we then get a scene where, and this is integral, there's kind of two plots going on here. There's the adults who suck and there's the kids who, um, you have your, the genius daughter and the ninja warrior who talks to a stuffed animal and they kind of buddy up in this but this is kind of the beginning of the the kids adventure arc a little bit is there are notes in the stocking from santa that say uh kind of predicted that this was going to happen and assures uh the son that your toys are going to be delivered your gifts are going to be delivered here like we already got it which again like 
very thoughtful of Jackie to do in this. Like, assuming Santa's not real, right? Kayfabe. Um, like, that's just really nice. Like, <laughs> at no point in this was I like, that Jackie. Except for all the weird flirting, but that went both ways. Um, so we do get that. And then they decide to go get a tree to which Heather Graham, Charlotte, is like, well, we're all snowed in. Like, we can't possibly go do that. And they open the door and she's like, we have a heated driveway. Surprise. And I'm like, but if it was a complete blizzard, <laughs> how did... It's also not only this is how can a, they not a heated, leave a, he, a heated driveway so that all the snow is melted. Oh, and they're they're dynamite at plowing the roads around here. Great, so we could just get in the car and leave. Just leave, then. yeah. I don't understand what the deal was, but also later that same day when she comes back to the house, Heather Graham's going back to the house. There's at most an inch of snow anywhere, <laughs> not just on the driveway, not just on the driveway, but like on the lawn where you don't your lawn isn't heated. So the four feet of snow that was on your lawn did not melt in the dead of winter in Utah down to an inch of snow. It just didn't do that. So if you're going to establish there's been four feet of snow dumped on, on this part of the world, then you need to, 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 to be better filmmakers and establish that and then keep it consistent throughout the rest of the film. I'm sorry, that's just how filmmaking works. I know you don't want it to because you suck at this, but you have to. I'm begging you, please. Uh, this is the first of these movies I'm watching this year. <laughs> and I have no doubt it might be one of the best. So I just, I, I can't, I can't go through any more of this crap. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, Alex. I'm, I'm got... so sick. I'm so sick. And I'm also sick and tired. Of having to watch filmmakers not understand the laws of physics. In their defense, they have like two days to do these. Yeah. So they're probably working with what they got, but maybe it was 85 and sunny. But then I think I think you can do that, but then the whole town has to be flooded. Like, yeah, <laughs> tell me all the snow melted and now everybody is having no, their yeah. filled with no. water terrible um yeah so they go to the christmas tree stand place and uh i don't know why they're getting a christmas tree so late in the season either they say they say how because like, their house we should say is fully bedecked in the most amazing beautiful christmas yes. lights they have a, a full sleigh and like actual sleigh on the roof with a santa and reindeer that'll come in handy later they, they, they're, the inside of the house is all decorated for Christmas, but it's December 22nd and they haven't gotten a Christmas tree yet. It's so weird. Or like you could even justify the idea of like, we have eight in the house, but man, it would be so nice to get a ninth and to to right. do so with you guys, or we want one for your room or something like there's that. A, there's a completely separate upstairs living room. Yes. They've got the big, giant, huge huge living room down below but upstairs there's like a sitting room with couches and a fireplace so maybe we wanted to get another christmas another tree no. and you've established that they're super rich right so oh it's super super like let's rich. just do that um and then there's all these weird sexual innuendos at the tree stand like they just make out everywhere 
Um, and she's like talking about the the needles being really firm, and then Charlotte tries to jump in and is like, "It's such like a sturdy trunk." And then, well, Jackie and I don't even remember that lover's name, which is a shame because he's probably the best. Wow. that's that's right he was actually really good like i liked him in this um because he again there's one actor who knows the assignment in all of these there's one guy who's pretty good and he knows how terrible it's gonna be and he's like you know what we're just gonna ham it up um but they're like making out and then heather graham slash charlotte tries to do the same, but she has sap all over her fingers, and it's a huge mess. Like, God, she just can't do anything right. She pulls a so. bunch of, of Jason Biggs's hair out of his head with the sap. That's not how strong tree sap is. Maybe not the tree sap you deal with, but in Utah, Christmas tree stand sap is... Um, so... That's all well and great. Um, and then we just get a whole bunch of bullshit. Um, we have like Heather Graham is on this detective mission to prove that everything in the letter is a lie. No, but you're skipping the, the, the kids. The kids trying to like prove that Santa's not real so that they trick him. Okay, I they see Santa. Right here because Santa's okay, drinking good. a Red Bull and it's a little weird. Okay, good. Um, good. As long as you get to it eventually. Yes. So so Brainiac daughter um is starting to piece together the possibility that Santa might be real. She's a genius. She uh is Harvard accepted at 10 years old, which because Charlotte is a terrible human being, she questions right. constantly. Well, I mean, what, it is far-fetched. It is far-fetched, but like why do you have to what are you there to prove in your 24 hours that you're supposed to oh, be? Oh, no, no, no. She's, she's awful. She's awful. She's however, an awful person. However, um, have you ever, have you ever been around a person who you know is lying about themselves yes. and everything like that? Um, it, it, especially when everybody else just takes it at face value. Yes. Um, it can be infuriating. That is, uh, that's a very. However, I do not. I I would not then lead a one person Scooby Doo expedition <laughs> to try and find out and pr- catch them in the lie. You know what and I mean? Maybe not target the ten year old kid in the pro- That's kind of my thing. Is like you are trying to prove that she like didn't get into Harvard. She's clearly very smart. Like mm. maybe not use the kid as a manipulative part of this. But she is very smart, and they do at least justify, like, she's the one who's trying to piece together this idea that Santa isn't real. Um, and part of their their mission uh, is that they go up to the Santa, who's just, like, one of those in-town Santas, who's drinking a Red Bull, and I gotta say, like, not even really trying as a Santa at this point. No. Uh, no. And the first step, as is true, I feel like, in all of these movies, is you have to remove his beard and uh that is kind of clue number one she the the child actress in this does a a decent enough job of being like just say you're not the real one and and we're good like we'll we'll step away if you just admit you're not the one like that's enough evidence for me to get out like um, we received your letters today (laughs) oh that's right and it's like oh yes yeah letters yes of course letters like 
Um, we were pleasantly surprised to find them under our pillows this morning. Yes, yes, of course. Bye. Like, and then the little boy is like, they, they weren't under, under our, our pillows. pillows. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I felt like the Santa could have been a bad thing. Uh, well, you know, I don't deliver the letters myself. I send my elves to deliver letters. And I trust them to put them where they, where, where they should be. That's it. If they were under your pillows, wonderful. That's, Which is, but the, the Santa's bad at this. You're walking around in plain view, drinking a Red Bull. Come on. And, I, t- I mean, a terrible attempt at a beard. Like, not even trying. Um, this is Operation Santa Fraud, which is pretty great. Um, and then there's like, is it a is it a town play? Does this ever get explained? What this actual demonstration is? It is. is, no, it, is in town? They, 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 it is the Hadley Falls annual Christmas pageant. It is the biggest biggest thing of the year in Hadley Falls. Just as last year with um with Falling <laughs> for Christmas, this tiny little town in the Rocky Mountains is the most diverse place <laughs> in the history of the world. They've done this now even worse with Utah, which is 99.8% white, but not Hadley Falls. No, Hadley Falls is not um, but it's probably point, because of her aviation percent, by the way, are all people who play for the Utah Jazz basketball team. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's the it. entire I, population of anybody listen, of color. I worked for a summer in Utah. Zero. People of color just walking down the streets. And I'm just telling you, this is crazy. I'm sure um, they must exist, but if they do, they all exist in Hadley Falls. They do. It is an incredibly concentrated population, and I think it was probably because of her aviation company that that helped, and right, she was true. probably hiring for yeah. it, which I respect yeah. no, truly. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this uh, overarching thing that gets revealed at the end of the obsession with like the town, the star, like the actual star. Um being ready in time for the show and brandy assures val several times uh that the star will be ready the star will be ready and in my head i'm like what is this freaking star uh it has the only emotional appeal of the movie at the end but it's it's reconfirmed several times in this and until it's revealed you're just like what the fuck is with this star um It was such a bad movie, I didn't think that there was going to be anything of importance behind it. I thought they were just going to um, leave this weird uh, obsession with it kind of unjustified. Um, So then we get a... The only reason Brandy got cast in this. uh, Jason Biggs and Jackie play a song for the the people in town. which sends Heather Graham into a controlled rage where she decides that she needs to go shopping for Christmas gifts because she can't even look her husband in the eye because he played guitar to uh, Let It Snow, I think it was. Yeah, it was playing it with his, with his thumbnail. Like, how you, you know, how you play guitar. Yep, just like, I was like, oh, you didn't have to just 
he didn't have to do Jason Biggs like that. He yeah. he obviously thought they were not going to edit in him poorly playing, not actually playing guitar. They yeah, yeah, it was that was a rough one. They they yeah. did yeah. they did do Jason Biggs dirty. Um, so we get the kids unveiling Santa not to be real. Um, yes, by by using pine sap on the monkey's hands. Yes. To 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 pull off the. I guess anything even remotely weird. clever was really concentrated to the kids. <laughs> the, the adults are dumbasses. The kids are a little bit smarter. Monkey's hands and pine sap, and then like threw the monkey from above onto Santa to like rip his beard off. Which was like, I like that a 10 year old genius thought to do that. Like, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, They are in trouble because of what they did in front of the whole town, which is reasonable. Um, And I did like this line where uh, Val goes, no shark take for a week. Like (laughs) as a part of being grounded, I thought that was kind of cute. Um, and then I think the next thing that actually happens as far as things happening in this film is we're we're out of, we're out of order, but it doesn't matter. Like (laughs) Charlotte snoops all over the house. This is okay. Because the most important thing is there is a letter addressed to Jackie Jennings from Rob, her husband. So we see that as the only justification for the jealousy, right. and because um, then because then she tries to she she, she catches him in a lie. She says, "Hey, have you had any contact with Jackie recently?" Yes. I mean, other than her sending us the letter, like, no, of course not. Why? Oh, no reason, no reason. No reason. So now she knows he's lying. So now she must get to the bottom of it. So now it's it's okay that she behaves this way. She she's so jealous and mad she will go to the extent of playing chess with a 10-year-old to try and prove that she's not a genius. But right. she will not simply open the letter at any point in this. Um well, she tried. She snoops and tries to find it. But then she gets caught snooping. But doesn't she she has the mail in her hand? Well, she she well she has the mail in her hand and then it's like and then Jackie runs up and grabs it out of her hand. And oh, that's later right. she okay. tries to go and she she breaks into her office to find it and then she gets caught and has to go out on the balcony and then they lock her out there and then she has to jump off the balcony to escape this is so dumb this was such a dumb dumb movie and then at that at that point she's like well now i'm going to systematically try and prove that the whole letter that she sends us is fake so she's like i'm going to prove that the kid is not actually in harvard but the kid beats her at chess so therefore the kid is in harvard um, also she finds a passport which has stamps on it, which proves they've been to all of these all places, these places. Yep. in these obviously photoshopped photos. Like, like it's, it's the three, it's the, it's the two, by the way, the most obvious thing in all of this is that they never showed Daniel, the eldest son in any photos, in any of the letter, all the photos of them traveling all over the place are just the two parents and the younger daughter all over the place. Like it's the three of us in front of the pyramid of Giza, obviously Photoshop behind us. And, and so she's like, well, I guess all these are true, but the one thing she can't do is she can't get into Daniel's room, which is locked, which is locked. So um, I wonder what the big reveal will be. At I the end know. Of the movie. 
Will it be regarding Daniel, the son who, whose picture is not anywhere? The apex of all of her stooping, which there is too much of, is that she sneaks into the attic and there's kind of nothing in the attic except for a table with a jack-of-the-box-like structure. No, some sort of it's covered weirdly with shaped thing it is, covered with a sheet or a tarp. Is this a school for ants covered with a tarp? <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. It must be at least three times the size of this. Um, and she's snooping around like a nosy asshole up there. And we get the best part of the movie, which is that Val thinks she's a burglar and karate kicks her. And he says, he says you broke into the wrong house, cabron. <laughs> and uh, okay, then, karate to, kicks listen, her. This, this accent is one that I, that I do for my daughter because it's Puss in Boots. From the Shrek movies, oh, um, yeah. it's the it, it's every time he every this accent, the Antonio Banderas as a sword fighting cat. That is that is the accent that this guy who's playing Valentino is using through this whole thing. You broke into the wrong house, cabron, and and like I hit a woman, I will never forgive myself. <laughs> he goes, like, I struck a woman. <laughs> <laughs> His timing is unbelievable. That was like my favorite thing in the movie not just because I was waiting to see Heather Graham get her ass kicked like she's supposed to be the face but I was ready for her to get her comeuppance yeah. and uh, him going I struck a woman like his delivery is so good and he's the only good part of the movie Um, so she they, they remove the tarp they remove the tarp and it reveals that Jackie Jennings has rebuilt the dollhouse of um, Val's childhood home that burned to the ground. And uh, it was almost unsalvageable. And she spent, we find out, months putting this dollhouse back together. And it was going to be a Christmas surprise for Val. Beautiful reveal. And I actually thought the guy that plays Val was pretty good. Like he had to go from I struck a woman, I'll never forgive myself, to he gives like what was a, a pretty good job at what was supposed to be a sincere monologue about like what happened to his childhood right. home and unveils like that this was just like the most I, I liked that in this the most materialistic and financially abundant right. people had like you see them making out so constantly that there was like uh a non-material sincere show of some sort of like loving act rather than just like, Oh my God, our life is so perfect. Like you find out that his life wasn't perfect at one point and that there's like a, a, we don't see a ton of sincere love at any point in this movie. So this moment was like actually kind of sweet. Um, Until of course, Heather Graham goes to basically touch it and she flips it over. No, that's the thing is that she's laying down because she got kicked in the stomach by the karate instructor. <laughs> and she puts her hand on the table top to pull herself up. But it's not and... a table. It's two sawhorses with a sheet of plywood. So there's nothing affixing the top to where it is. So she just puts pressure on it, which causes the entire thing to tip over and explode upon impact with the floor. That makes more sense because it felt like she had just flipped it. 
Very like Dottie Henson dropped the ball. Like, was this intentional? Yeah. Um, I watching this scene was like, oh, it would have been so great if he just karate kicked her into the dollhouse. Would have been a lot sm- smoother. It would have been a lot smoother and it would have been so much more fun. And then he could have had this arc of like, what did I do to this beautiful creation that my my wife created for me? Um, so uh, Jackie like kind of asks everyone to leave and is like, what is wrong with you? You insane woman who is snooping around my house. And she asks uh, Charlotte why? And um, I love I'm I'm rooting for this couple to get divorced the entire time. So I uh, love that Rob takes Jackie's side and is like, well, first he goes, it's your fault to Jackie. And then, or no, that is that later? No, I no, think it's, he, because he, of, it's because of you. It's, it's because of you. You have this she perfect life it. because our life sucks so much. Our life. Yeah. He's like, because of your imperfect son. And your imperfect daughter and your imperfect husband. And what he does, he's the one who keeps them. He's flipping houses. That's what he does. He buys a house, he renovates it, he flips it, which is the like. I didn't even and, realize the symbolism that she flipped this house literally. Right. Brilliant. Was, yeah. Brilliant. Well, um, but anyway, uh, then she confronts him like, why did you write a letter? You told me you never had cousin, but why'd you write a letter? That's. The brag letter that I sent well, to my friends and family. I know you hate them, so I did it behind your back. I adore uh, sincerely that Jackie is like, you have to come clean. How, yeah. how much emotional weight is being assigned to brag letters that you yeah. kept, that you sent one out, and that Jackie is like, I she uses have... the phrase come clean. Like, come clean about sending mail? Trade a sacred trust between us. But you don't understand. It was the only only recourse I had. This is a taboo. A taboo in our relationship that I I have broken. And I apologize. But you, you must apologize. Oh, my God. It's just so bad. It's so cheesy. And I can't stress enough. By the way, we get a scene earlier where while Val is sneaking around, or while Charlotte is sneaking around, she runs into Val, who is like, let me make you a drink. And she's like, yes, please. Um, And they have this whole discussion about how flirtations can be harmless. And he's like, uh, he basically baits the conversation of like, I like it when people find my wife attractive. And she's like, do you think Rob finds your wife attractive? And he's like, do you find me attractive? And she's like, well, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and he was like, see, like, attraction can mean nothing. And two, like, two adults can be attracted to one another, and it doesn't mean anything. Mean and then she says, well, do you find me attractive? He says, no. <laughs> Donk. <laughs> uh, this should also be, like, this is when I was looking it up. I was like, I don't feel like these, these ages correlate of the of the people who are who are yeah. supposed to all been, have all been college roommates. Heather Graham is a full decade older than both Jason Biggs and 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 Brandy. And listen, 
I think it's wonderful. She's aging gracefully. But you don't have to like then just say, I'm going to shave a decade off my age to be in this movie because it's obvious that you are doing that. Like you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, honestly, you know what she could, she could like just corner the market on the hottest grandmother in Hollywood. Like, honestly, she is the age of that. But then trying to be like, no, I'm just like, I'm like a little, I'm, I'm a little old to be a mom of a, of a six-year-old as opposed to you are the right age to be the grandma of a two-year-old. And and it, you look great for it, but the, you don't look good for somebody who's supposed to be ten years younger than that. Does that like that's if, the you, thing, were if you were the play, hottest femba in Austin Powers like, too? You are too yeah. old to now be the mom. I mean, listen. Um. Again, he's the only redeeming part of this movie at all. Because Brandy, God bless her, she just can't act. Like she comes across as as very superficial. Um, and her character has no real layers, so there's there's not a lot to do with it. But um, there's like all these there's so many sexual overtones that are so unnecessary. Like Heather Graham could have just been jealous of the life that was built and the past relationships because Jason Biggs, they kind of established wasn't dishonest about stuff, but they did the work of saying, Oh, that relationship was kind of more serious than you led me to believe. Oh, there is a betrayal with like the the letter that um, it, it's just so out of the way. Um, but then we get <laughs> this was when I was like, oh no, poor Alex. There's like eight times in this movie where it should have been like, and then the story wraps up twenty minutes from now. It is right. only 88 minutes long and it is too long somehow. Um, this was kind of number one was you have Heather Graham being like, let's pack it up. Let's go home. She comes out to apologize to Brandy, Jackie, their names are interchangeable. Uh, and um, she's like, we're going to get out of here, but I just wanted to say sorry. And Jackie was like, you're leaving. And she was like, well, yeah, why would you want me here as a guest? So, I'm a terrible person. We're not going to spend Christmas, Christmas together? Well, Rob and I thought it would be best. After what, after, after what happened, not after what I did, but after what happened. After what happened. What, yeah. what, what I did was unforgivable. No, Char, Char. Best line you ever. Made, you made a mistake. Everybody mm -hmm. makes mistakes. That's mm -hmm. why they put erasers at the end of pencils. It was that line that I was like, I can't believe Alex technically did this to himself, even though it was me doing it, but like also you chose this technically. Um, that's why they put erasers at the end of pencils. Um, and I, the only thing I liked about this scene, other than laughing at it, uh, was when she was like, you put weeks into making that dollhouse, and she goes, months, actually. I was like, yes, that is the energy that I actually want to see from Jackie. Um, and she very cheesy goes, she was like, well, we were friends and whatever, and she goes, we are friends. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um... And then the next thing that happened, she was like, do you have more of those letters? Meaning the letters about her own life. And 
Um, they're going through the other letters that Rob had sent out. And they're trying to... The, the next Hallmark card line that we get is that, like, life is what happens in between the moments or some some nonsense. Life, life is, is what, what happens, happens when you're busy making plans. Yeah, right? regular, yeah. There you go. Um, and and so, so, she, so their big thing is that this this house that Rob wants to buy is that I thought it was like his dream renovation project because yes. it's going to take a lot of work, but I know we can make a ton back on, on, on selling it. But then now they're flipping it to, it's a house he wants to buy for them to live in to like renovate, but then for them to live in, which is a different thing than what he proposed. But she's like, you should do it. You should spend your entire emergency fund on buying this house that is that is really broken down so you don't have enough money to then buy all the materials to fix it up it's a great it's a perfect plan and brandy knows this because she used to run an aviation company right and if you need to like create some magic in your life probably not emptying like go on a vacation for example like there are other ways to inject in excitement into your life and also the initial scenario that i felt like the movie implied that you just laid out of this being like a rehab project is such a better thing because the risk of a rehab project feels more like a risk than like we're gonna buy this home and we're gonna move into it like you hear more about losses of sunken costs going into homes of rehabs that went bad so i don't know why they kind of like flipped all that but but they did um and so they decide that they are going to go and make this happen. You have them talking to like a loan officer and she's going to uh, basically make this purchase behind her husband's back. Because when you're having communication problems with your husband, the next best thing is to go and buy a home behind their back. Uh, but you get the genius kid talking the bank officer down from a 4.4% mortgage rate to a 3.1 fixed mortgage. Yes. I'm sorry. Your credit score is far too low. The best we can do is (laughs) 4.4. When does, when does this movie take place? Because it ain't now. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's like a (laughs) 7.8 is what it just dropped to. Yeah. We were back to nine or 10%. Like yeah, no, a, a mortgage rate, kids, is n- three point one. Is this nineteen ninety eight? What what? Where are we doing? Well, they got really low during the pandemic because people were buying houses cash on site, kind of things around here at least. But the, my God, it, to your I'm point, sorry, the, last the I had heard was like nine percent, four point four. Okay, great. That's awesome. That's like almost half of what it's actually supposed to be. Uh, no, it's ridiculous that she talks. She talks them down the way that they do, and and yeah. So what? Whatever. Anyway, they decide to buy this house, and it's it's very important that they buy the house. Very important that they buy the house. Yeah. Um, they're gonna risk it all, and uh, then cut to um that going super well and we get uh rob and charlotte 
piecing the dollhouse back together and the dollhouse being an incredible metaphor for a relationship and oh, him yeah, saying yeah, as long as you, you got a solid foundation as long as you got a foundation the structure is okay it's just gonna yeah. it's just gonna take uh so they, they work Rob's uh, housing expertise back into this because it applies to dollhouses just the same. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a solid foundation. And she's like, do you think so? And he's like, yeah, I think we're gonna need to move the furniture around a little bit more. <laughs> uh, uh, that um, means sex. That means doing it. Huh? And, Seems like you could really spice up your sex life with these swingers who clearly both hit on you constantly <laughs> if you want to while you're there for Christmas. Uh, but again, in this whole movie, I was like, I am dying for them to get a divorce. Um, this movie easily, there could have been a fork in the road where it became a wife swapping comedy. Like, I wanted it, them honestly, to switch. Could have been. It just, it just I wanted switched. Hot Val to end up with her. And I wanted Jackie Jennings to end up with him because there are clearly still uh, feelings in play. But so kind of the next major development is, um, I think, was her name Bianca? The bratty daughter? Um, Beatrix. Beatrice. That's right. Beatrice. Beatrix with an X at the end. Beatrix. Of course. Because a genius daughter also has to be named. It has like, to have that. Elon Musk would have named her. Yeah. Like you, yeah. No, you would never like name your daughter Sally, and she would grow up to be brilliant. Uh, That's crazy. That's yeah. nuts. It's dependent on the name. Um, so we find out that as Operation Santa Fraud has been advancing, uh, that Grant has proven or thinks that the only way to prove that Santa is real, because they figured out that the letters were fraudulent, is to go back home to the apartment and see if Santa's going to deliver the gifts to the apartment. Uh, so her son has gone missing and has figured out a way to get all the way back to Arizona? That's what they imply. At this point, I was like, okay, so... He says he's got to go back home because that's where Santa's going to go. So did he steal cash from his mom's purse and buy a bus ticket? And what I thought was they were going to like try and get back there to where they were so that we would get a reverse of this and we would get Jackie seeing her life. Heather Graham's apartment in this dingy apartment complex. We would get like a full on like switcheroo of the rest of the film. But he... I got to go back home. And and just like when CM Punk says, I'm home, uh, this little kid says, I'm home. And actually where he is, is a sushi restaurant because he's secretly a ninja warrior. That is, that is, that is, that is what they did. That is what they did. They said, I'm home. You know, you're not home. You're, you're at a sushi restaurant, child. You're at a sushi restaurant. And also... When you say Ninja Warrior, I feel like the thing that comes to most people's mind is the show Ninja Warrior. Right. And Just not say like Ninja. Ninja. You don't have to say Ninja Warrior. Warrior. Just say Ninja. So he's missing, and Jackie Jennings is apparently more connected to Charlotte's son than Charlotte is because she's the one right. that puts this together. Yeah. Um, and so Charlotte goes 
to find him sitting down. The hostess at this Japanese restaurant says, uh, this one's on us because it's not every day we get a ninja warrior here. Uh, and then on the TV is the news that the vacuums that the quality assurance department of StarTech said should not be released oh, to the no, public. Oh no, I warned them. Oh no, I warned them. Surely my job is now up in flames, much oh, like ha, ha, ha. these vacuums. Also, did you happen to notice the the very serious business reporter for, I don't know, a CNN analog where he's like, Stand, he's a, a, a he's 23 years old, yes. And, yeah, so, okay. and he's, he's wearing a very ill fitting, too baggy for him, white button down, and a and a and like a, a solid colored, like a navy blue tie, holding a microphone in front of a green screen, being like, Well, this looks like Star Tech might have to go in chapter 11, looks like it's gonna be a blue Christmas for all of Star Tech's employees. Back to you, Jan. Are you uh, like a roving reporter on the scene? You're in, you're in the studio. Why are you holding a microphone? They have lavalier mics for that shit. What are you doing? Has, have the people made this who made this movie never watched? They've never watched the news. So I will say also, I feel like as the quality assurance person, there's probably some documentation of you saying, hey, you shouldn't release these to the public and you'd be very employable. Um, elsewhere. Elsewhere, elsewhere sure. yeah. Because if the company's going under, the company's going under. Yeah. But I feel like you, a genius inventor who's an idiot in every other facet of her life, um, who probably has documentation of this, would right. be very employable for, for anywhere else. And quality assurance jobs are important and frequent. Um, but... Uh, now, of course, it's a colossal disaster that has struck, and um, she has signed away her emergency fund because, as established, she's an idiot and uh, has now lost her job. They then decide that it's very urgent that they have to go home because of this? No, 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 because she has to go to the mortgage office in Salt Lake City because the oh, local one she can't do. She has to go to the mortgage office in Salt Lake City. They need an original signature to cancel the deal. That's so she has to drive there. And if she, if she leaves right now, she might be able to make it there by five before they close. And if they if she doesn't get it there by five, then they can't cancel the deal because then it's Christmas and then she's, she's out. She's out this money. She's got to go right now. So on her way out, it's important for her to stop and have a 15-minute conversation with her husband. <laughs> where she doesn't tell him what happened. She just like they just talk about their relationship and how things hopefully were gonna get better. And she whatever. doesn't tell him not only not only does she not tell him, hey, I bought us a house that was your dream home with our emergency fund buddy, she also wasn't going to tell him about what happened at StarTech until he's right. like. You saw what happened with StarTech, huh? She's like, oh, yeah, you saw? What is wrong in your relationship that you will not tell him not only yeah. that you bought him a house, but that, like, you're out your job? Like, get divorced. 
divorced. Your relationship yeah. is broken beyond repair. There's no emergency fund house that is going to save. Also, also broken beyond repair. Also broken beyond repair. Your children. Yeah. So don't stay together for the kids. They're already screwed. No. So you know what I mean. Just they don't even care about the daughter in this. And no. The son really is really talking don't. to a stuffed animal and thinks he's a ninja, and that ninjas go to sushi restaurants. Um. And this is probably my favorite thing with Jackie. She's like, oh, you're going to miss the pageant. Oh, you, you can't leave. You can't, you can't, you can't go to Salt Lake City and, and, and hopefully can't save this your entire financial restoration. Your entire life savings is at stake. Your life is over. Unless you go to Salt Lake City right now to sign a piece of paper, but you can't go. The Christmas pageant is tonight. You're gonna miss our stupid fucking Christmas pageant. That's the only thing Jackie does wrong in the whole movie, and it is fantastic. Last night, because I watched the first forty minutes of this movie and then stopped because I had to do something else, and then last night I watched the rest of it. And last night I sent you a DM. That said, I hate this movie. I hate this movie so much. Um, that was this point where she was like, but you can't go. The Christmas pageant is tonight. The Christmas pageant starring not your own children. Not even my child. It's directed by my husband. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he's the director. That's it. He's the director, point, which is why he's so obsessed point, with the star. At this point, we don't know the significance of the Christmas star that is going Correct. to be the real star of the show. We don't know that yet. So all all of this is just ridiculous. Um, this, it's amazing. So Heather Graham, Charlotte, who I guess Charlotte's just don't sell anything because she's a terrible actor. Um, she's driving, and this is my favorite thing with the with the stuffed animal. The stuffed animal is in the back, the monkey stuffed animal with its creepy ass face, and she gets distracted by its face enough in the mirror that she slides yes. off into a ditch. Yes. Uh, and who comes to help her is an angel, and that angel is the angel that is in the pageant. So I guess right. she didn't get very far. Um, who is she is established earlier in this as somebody that worked for the aviation company and she was like the head of the aviation department. Um, and they have a nice little interaction. Uh, but the only thing that Heather Graham did well goes, she goes, Does this mean I'm dead? <laughs> Which I liked because she sees like an angel appear right after sliding in. Um, and I did not write down the salient details of their conversation. She, she, she drives off the road into a ditch and and the and the angel does not say hey i will give you a road back a ride back into town town yeah the angel says i'll wait for you to get your car up out of this ditch it's not it's a minivan that <laughs> that minivan is still there that minivan never got out of the ditch there's zero chance that that happened so it's a it's a ditch that's 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 deep in snow that's it you, you're now that's your car resides there now. That's it. Um, so I don't know, but anyway, she says, um, it's it, this time of year is really hard for Jackie. 
blah, blah, blah. And so while driving herself back to town, we get a billboard. She pieces together all the things. And then she sees a billboard that says the Daniel Jennings Memorial Memorial Fund. Oh, so Daniel, the, 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 the son is, is dead and it's too traumatic to put to, so you have to lie about him being alive in the, in the letter. And I was like, oh, so this is what makes her a bad person is that she's, she can't mention her dead son. And I was thinking, well, then the reason for him being dead must be shameful. And right. then you have to, then you have to like coax her back from thinking that. So I was like, did he die of a drug overdose? Did, did he die while drunk driving? Did did he even die in like a a horrible tragic accident, or no. something that was at the hands of like Jackie or something? Right. No. No. In any way, nothing. It was literally he got sick and was in the hospital and died. And died. Which is which is bad, but not because what she says later when what happened happened. That I don't I don't feel like you'd say that with. A long and and drawn out illness, it's a different thing. But anyway, so she has to come clean to Char, who then, as soon as she pieces it together, she drives back to the house where she's not supposed to be, and then goes into a secret little compartment on the wall that has keys in it, and finds the key to Daniel's room and goes inside, what and immediately Brandy walks up, you? walks up behind her and goes, "So now you know, you know the real the real deal, and that, that Daniel is dead now." I, I couldn't bring myself. It's not the kind of thing you put in a in a in a brag letter. Um, I, I I I don't. I mean, yes, it is. Someone's like receiving the letter. I would assume they were in your life enough to know that he died. Otherwise, they should not be on the mailing list. Yeah, that's true. Which is just a very, very odd thing. Also, what is wrong with you that your instinct was to break into the room? Also, maybe maybe Heather Graham doesn't do this. She probably wouldn't. Jackie Jennings is absolutely the woman who posts her entire damn life on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. And he's just suddenly not there. Yeah, He's just suddenly not there anymore. Nah. Uh-uh. I I hate Heather Graham so much. The mm. idea that like I'm gonna go break into what was obviously a a sacredly kept room. Like upon finding out this news, my yeah. my first inclination is to go back, get the keys from the secret compartment, and open up his room and not any sort of concern for Jack. On on real. Uh-oh. Unreal. Um, so then we find out that he died. And um, the hot air balloon and the star yes. are one. Yes. So what they've been working on in his memory is a, the first solar-powered hot air balloon, which right. has the star um, on the side of it, which I actually thought was... That's, that's a pretty good little twist. Like, that was all right. Um, and so that's 
what the obsession with is the star going to be ready is the star going to be ready is is this we find out now it's a memorial star air balloon first solar powered one ever in his honor um and it's supposed to fly over the pageant at a very specific time and needs to get off the ground at a specific time for that all to happen uh, which is what jackie's role in all this is and there's some malfunctioning but because heather graham is an idiotic genius she's an engineer she's an engineer she, she literally hot wires <laughs> a, a console on this hot air balloon that because it was always danny's favorite bedtime story around the world in 80 days um so then we did this for him in his honor uh, but it's it's not a it's not a traditional hot air balloon. Their plan is, and apparently they, later we find out they actually do this: fly around the world in, in this hot air balloon. It is the size of a regular hot air balloon, and there are no like there's no way to protect yourself from the weather, or it's just a regular and it's little solar powered. Like- it looks like it looks like the hot air balloon or the Wizard of Oz. Like there's been no there's been no of uh, like like retrofitting of a, of a cabin or anything in there. Whatever. So uh, she she uses the chip mitt, which is this is the thing that they explain later. Uses reverse static energy to repel crumbs when eating chips. That is its entire purpose, and uh, they use that because that will help the system from stop from stop from shorting out. That is what she was. So Brandy was wearing these these little glowy like glittery gloves um and she says i think these will be great she says oh come on come on up we're gonna go together we'll we'll go together but um but they also oh we forgot to pull the the ladder up so it it grabs it it runs past the house and picks up the sleigh with santa and they 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 drag it along with the thing but they're like oh all you got to do is put a sports team logo right here these things will sell like hotcakes for people who eat chips during watching sports games. And this is actually the thing that she never actually goes to Utah. She never goes to Utah. So she loses all of her savings, but this chip mitt with like, I don't know, a a, a Tennessee Titans logo right there. It's going to solve everything. I hate this movie. We did get a scene earlier. And this was also when I was like, Jackie has never been anything but really kind. Like, we got a scene earlier where she's using it, and she's like, this is great. Like, this is, what a wonderful invention. I can't believe how, like, clean this is kept. There's, like, no, there's no Cheeto dust on her fingers. There's no That's Cheeto right. dust on her fingers. And she's like, all she ever does is celebrate Heather Graham. Right. <laughs> and we're, like, supposed to find her to be off-putting in some way. I don't know. Uh, but, to, yes, you're correctly pointed out. They pick up Santa's sleigh along the way mm-hmm. the star balloon is there um yeah. there's really dramatic and fun piece of this where heather graham is uh dangling over the town because she can't <laughs> she, can't she climbs da- she climbs down into the sleigh so that she puts on a hat and then so she it'll yells, look like santa's coming over the town with the star because also the kid lost the stuffy the 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 uh, Bob the monkey, uh, Bob and so so she she flies over the 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 pageant. Everybody's sitting there waiting for it, 
And she goes, Grant Sanders. She tries to do like a, an, a like a, a Santa voice. I have something for you. And then drops the, the monkey out of the thing as she's flying over it. And and all Grant does is like, and it lands right, right wow. in. Wow. He does. Like, there's zero chance that you dropped it and it landed perfectly where he was sitting. Because you didn't even see where he was sitting. Because that's how far up you are. It, I hate this movie. Um, uh, it's called it, Christmas Magic, Alex. That's how it found him. Uh, I hate this movie. Um, but then, but then, um, they drop her off in a field somewhere. And who is who is there? Who is there to Santa! greet Heather Graham in this random field? But an old man with a beard and glasses, dressed all in red. Like, oh, I'm here to help you. I know a lot about flying sleighs, you know. And so they they, they help her untangle it. And then Brandy leaves and goes, uh, is like, thank you. No, thank you, Charlotte Sanders. Like, but how did you know my name? Poof. These poofs. Not nearly startled enough for the fact that Santa is not real. <laughs> or that Santa is real. And just there. Um I love that this is a Christmas movie that calls for Christmas magic and Santa gets like four lines. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and no, no connection between you gave you gave the daughter nope. a superpower arc and you, there was no connection to Santa. You you had her trying out superpowers and crossing them off the list. You didn't think maybe leveraging that to be a part of Santa in the movie. Is like yeah. a good piece of this. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. So the uh, pageant goes well. The star is seen. Santa yeah. is believed in by the children. Yeehaw! <laughs> yeah, uh, Santa was now. Beatrix believes in Santa because she saw a sleigh. There was evidence. No, a sleigh dangling from a hot air balloon. Yeah, with what was obviously not Santa's real voice. Um. Anyway, uh, so the Panda Pageant goes well, um, and then we get like a little uh wrap up thing. This is the the letter that now Heather Graham is sending out the following Christmas. Um, the chip mitt took off, and now um, and sh and so she helped me do that. Um, and we bought the house and we're renovating it, and it's great. Um. And they did take a, a, a trip around the world in this hot air balloon with more obviously photoshopped photos. Um, and he says, oh, but it, Jackie, oh, it's always crazy when you're a best friend of Jackie Jennings. And that's the <laughs> end of the movie. I do appreciate that. Uh Heather Graham comes to the realization that she's nothing better than Jackie Jennings' sidekick. Like, right. I'm glad that she comes around to that sort of self-awareness because uh, yeah. she's an awful person for 90% of this movie and we're supposed to be rooting for her. Um, Beatrix, believing in Santa. I think also, like, the notion that uh, Bob the Monkey refound the kid is is supposed to be more, like, evidence that Santa is real. So... She at least is making some deductions off of that. But um, Alex, it pains me to do this because this is my month. And 
I am an advocate for such terrible movies, but even I have to get the flick out of here because nothing. Last year I did one where a woman was texting her dead mom the whole movie. Like that is bananas. Yeah. That is that is pure craziness. This did not have enough of the nobody leaned into the absurd stereotypical nature of these except for the Latin lover, who was great. And nothing absurd enough happened for me to justify keeping this in. Like it was just I I give it credit for the pacing because the pacing of this is, is better than some of these. It's 88 minutes. Um it's poorly structured from the perspective that it feels like they're wrapping up like three or four different times in the movie. Um, but like this does at least move along a little bit better than, than some of these. So apologies for the future ones that you're going to watch. Uh, but it, it it's not enough for me to, for it to be so bad that it's good. Like it's, it's just so, so bad. <laughs> well, there's, there's, obvious stuff you could do where like a, a heather graham is crazy for trying to like do this but you you could do fun stuff with well wait maybe brandy's not telling the truth but it is about the stuff that she's not telling the truth about is funny and off the wall and bizarre and and f- like you could do that but or her husband is actually santa i don't know something crazy because this is just so generic and i don't know what they call it feel good but all this movie did was make me feel bad uh i would be 100% in on hot latin lover husband being santa that sounds like a hoot to me uh and also because the reveal was what it at some point, you you have to shatter the illusion that Brandy has a perfect life, right? And doing so with the son having passed away is yeah. is, is, is monumental. S- like, but she's not a she good enough. Sad. And, yeah, and... I think because Heather, because Heather Graham was breaking into his room, and I was so outraged by what a piece of shit she is, I couldn't like focus on the feeling bad for Jackie Jennings part of it, and there was no. We don't know anything about Daniel. So, like, right. it, there's no if, gravitas if, to that, except for me hating Heather Graham so much. Two-thirds of the movie, Daniel shows up, and he's a complete burnout who's coming back because he ran out of money again, and he needs a, the, the, his mom to do his laundry or whatever. And But he is actually the one true good person, even though he's a bad person who turned out wrong but he's the good person who actually is able to like mend everybody's fences because he's got he's smart even though he can't like figure out how to how to live life right at least he's a he's a he's empathetic and all this stuff and but you know it's just easier for him to be dead i guess yeah we don't want to have to hire another person yeah sadly and it pains me to do this Gotta get the flick out of here. Get it out. Get the flick out of here. But but again, it is an incredibly popular Christmas movie on Netflix. There are some people, and it's most the ratio of people who are signing up for this that are watching this movie is extremely high. 
like if it's called best Christmas ever and you're like one of me who's gonna watch these movies all season, um, you're you're you know what you're getting into. This one was a little too tame for it to be even remotely fun for for my liking, but I understand people who are signing up for this movie, no matter what they're gonna deliver here, is um that's that's the deal. That's the gimmick. So people are people are in on it. Um, but I it it breaks my heart to say that um we have to get the flick out of here. I did see uh, Muhammad in the chat asking unrelated, but have you all reviewed Country Hearts yet? And the Chris Jericho Hallmark movie that's not actually a Hallmark movie. You're in luck, sir. Because we are going to review both the original and the sequel, A Christmas Country Heart, um, coming up very soon. Yeah, it will. Promise. We're going to let Alex get healthy before we make him sick again in a whole new way. Let's hope. Yeah, there's there's, there's lots of Christmas crap to review. (laughs) I will try and pick zanier ones than the one that Alex picked here i thought it might be zany but it's not zany at all no it's it's pretty tame all right next next week though whatever it is she might like it but i'm going to get the flick out of here goodbye everybody r-e-s-p-e-c-t click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.